Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It's the Munganess, St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Michael McCurdy, Douglas Sullivan, Vaughn, Kenneth Igistro, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you on a program that solicits your involvement via the text line sponsored by Engineer Design Facilities, 314-881-TMA5. By calling in to our Steve Schmidt Kia of North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA, or emailing in. For our design, air, heating, and cooling, email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And Doug, indeed, indeed. Yeah, indeed, yes. The one thing that uh, I realized today when I got here on time was that indeed, indeed, yes. mm-hmm. that covers a wide range of, of indeed. things. Indeed. Did you say uh, indeed, yes. yes? Well, I have a feeling, and I don't know if anybody's checked my REM sleep, but I didn't get much last night Why? because I was up late watching the Fighting Tigers in a two-hour and 36-minute college basketball game. Really? With 57 fouls, if oh, I'm not that's, mistaken. That's how I like to watch basketball. But yeah. the Tigers, in the end... We're victorious. How do you do? Well, I'm fine. Indeed, Fight, Tigers. Indeed. You know, I did fall asleep. Did miss the end of it. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Woke up and checked my phone. I said, oh, they got it's, a little W. It's infuriating to have the rest take over the game. And it's also annoying that Missouri is good. It, Uh-oh. ILL. That was a win. Uh, favorites against Indiana tonight. Yeah, they were down at one point in the double digits. Am I they correct? They were down 10 points okay. with f- about five minutes left. They, Let's let Jackson uh, spray his seed all over the show real oh, quick because I know he's got. Uh, a, he's probably still erect. Big dubs. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Okay. <laughs> Doug's had enough already. That's enough right. talk like Back that. to the plow. Down ten points with uh, you know under in under the eight minute timeout, and you come out and you play like that. That's a resilient victory against a physical team. Doug, do you hear him pounding his fist on his yeah, console? I, 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 I know. Really Who do they play? Arkansas. <laughs> A decent bunch. 25th ranked Razorbacks. 25th, that's another quad one victory. Huge. Need it. Don't say quad one. That's what the NCAA selection committee will be saying. I don't like it. Uh, quad one victory. Uh, really strong performance. The atmosphere of the crowd was unbelievable. Like, it was packed. That's and, the biggest thing about the Dennis Gates here, in my mind, yeah. is that they've actually returned Missouri basketball to something that and matters. And there's actually a pulse, too. Like, it's not just fans entering, but they're no. actually rowdy, mm-hmm. you know, very loud the entire time, not just sitting down, just watching the game. That's huge. Another game where they don't shoot very well, but we're able to get a win. That's just a, a mm-hmm. test of 
How many games have there been where you feel like they haven't shot very well but got a win? And I'm not challenging you. I just don't recall. I feel like that is a, there's a direct correlation, as it would be for most teams, but Missouri perhaps more reliant because you know they're going to get out-rebounded. No, that's what I'm saying is that uh, usually games where they don't shoot well, they pick up a loss. So right. pick up a win after not shooting well again is is nice because against A&M ah, and Florida. I see what you're saying. I see. A&M and Florida, those games maybe are in hand. A&M probably not, but Florida for sure if they just shoot better. Uh, but even without shooting well, getting huge minutes and points from guys like Mo Diara, Isaiah Mosley, who hasn't played at all in the SEC, uh, is really, really important. And I think that was a, a really resilient physical victory in the SEC. All right, Doug, two things here. All right. Mm-hmm. And you, you did, you've not seen the highlights, or have you seen the highlights? I watched most of the game. I just fell asleep late. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, with, with about how much time left? Because it would be understandable since they were down by so. Oh, long. I think seven or eight minutes, maybe. I'm going to start with a negative, but I've got to be. I got to be consistent, because you can't complain about officiating. On what, this, I just can't. I don't know if I can ever reinvest in college basketball again because it's a clown show with regards to the officiating. It's just, it's so obvious that the officials are impacted by the home atmosphere. And it just, I'm looking at the standings in the, this is just the SEC. Uh, all of the teams who are 3-3 three and three or better in the SEC have absurd home records. If I'm not, 9-0, 9-1, 10-0, 8-1, 10-0, 6-3, 11-1, 10-1. It, it, it's so absurd that I just know that Missouri wouldn't have gotten those calls if they were in Fayetteville. But today, or last night, I should say, Arkansas was banged because they were in Columbia. So it goes both ways. This is what I was observing last week or even two weeks ago when they were in Fayetteville, but in particular against A&M and against Florida. You're just, the game is at the mercy of officials. You have to be able to deal with it. You have to be able to overcome it. But as I was watching the game, I was texting with a friend of mine throughout the game and he was like, man, what's going on with Hodge? Why is he playing the way he is? And I was looking at it, and, and I actually live bet Missouri when they were getting, I couldn't believe they were getting five and a half points. I don't know when it was, maybe about 12-ish minutes left. They were getting five and a half points, and I just jumped on it um, because and my reasoning for doing so wasn't like, I think they're going to start running better plays and executing. My reasoning was, if you looked at the box score, Arkansas had foul trouble up and down the roster, and eventually four of their starters fouled out. or four, Three of their starters fouled out, four of their players started. Am I right on that, Jackson? I think four players fouled out. Four of their, yeah, Rick, pretty much all their best players fouled out. And I and I and I you you watch the players' reactions when the fouls are called. And again, this 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 happened to Missouri. It happens in college basketball across the board. Uh, they're just like I didn't touch him. But okay, this is just the way that it is. And you just recognize that it's the way that it is. Um, and it impacts from my standpoint. It impacts my enjoyment of watching college basketball in Missouri's at least beginning to attempt to have some resurgence. I am super high. And have been on on Dennis Gates. I think he is, he's just the real deal. You can buy into somebody like that. I hope he sticks around Columbia uh, for a long time. But at the very least, he has reengaged the fan base. You saw that atmosphere last night. And when a team is down ten in an absolutely critical, critical game, critical game for both those teams. But I think in particular for Missouri because they have, you know, the number four team in the country, sixteen and two, Alabama, six and zero in the SEC, coming to town on Saturday. You lose to Arkansas, there's a good chance you're now looking at a four-game losing streak, and it's not like the Illinois and Kentucky wins 
appear to have the value that they had in December when they got them. So then it becomes, oh, well, Missouri was not for real. So to bounce back down 10 with five minutes left and play the way they did, as Jackson mentions, not shooting really well, that was a hell of a win. And it's also a testament to the team, the makeup, and also uh, the coach and his staff for being able to come back down 10 with five minutes left in an absolutely critical game. But I would also add the disclaimer, a big part of that was Arkansas was losing player after player after player, and I think Missouri had eight free throws in the final 20 Come on, seconds. Zebra, let them play! I actually we don't th- to watch you! I actually don't think Arkansas got banged that bad for a road game. I truly... Well, I mean, it, I understand that, and you're a fan. And but I, 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 my reasoning behind that is, with five minutes left to go, they had the exact same amount of free throw shot between both teams, and Arkansas runs a really short bench. They kept guys in with three or four fouls they early did. in the what second was it, half. Uh, Jordan Wall? Is that his name? Right? Jordan Walsh and yeah. Ricky Couch. He was out with about seven minutes left. Yeah. They just have, they're really injured, so they have a short bench. So, so that was my logic of if Missouri gets in a foul trouble, and I'm looking at it, and at one point, I have to look at my text exchange, my friend, I think there were 40, there wound up being, what, is it 56? Yeah, 56. 56 fouls were called. And at one point, well, and then Kobe Brown only wound up with one. I mean, Kobe Brown oftentimes has two by the time you have the first TV timeout. <laughs> yeah, two and in layup ones. One in that game is a miracle for him. Uh, and that was how I viewed it, because the two teams were evenly matched. But the foul trouble Arkansas has and the lack of depth. Now, Missouri did that without Noah Carter. That's, a, that's something that also would fly under the radar. I know he's not a household name. But he's a key part of that team. And about an hour and 20 minutes before the game, Missouri announced that he would not be able to play uh, because of, I mean, they didn't get specific, right, Jackson, but health concerns. Yeah, health and safety. So, you know, that shortened Missouri. But still, Missouri, from my standpoint, anyway, I don't know how you view it, is going to play more players and have more depth in Arkansas. And so when Arkansas was dealing with that kind of foul trouble, it was just to Missouri's advantage that logic would dictate, A, they're going to get to the free throw line, and B, Arkansas is going to be playing the end of their bench. The other element of the game is Missouri won that game, not just now shooting well from the field, but they didn't shoot well from the free throw line. At the end of the game, they did, but they were hitting about 63% of their free throws, I think, at the eight-minute mark. Yeah. And, and so to do that, meanwhile, Arkansas was about 80-85%. Uh, so Missouri well below their their average. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it is college basketball. It works against you when you're on the road. It works for you when you're home, but I just... I have a real, it just, it irritates me. Well, there's no excuse for making a call if, if the guy wasn't touched. But I think just in the big picture, basketball is more physical now than it's ever been. There's more, there's a lot of pressing, much more pressing in the college game than the pros. Doesn't work in the NBA. And, and guys are anxious to drive the lane and get these spectacular dunks. And there's a lot of contact. And I, I don't know what the referees can do in some of those cases. If, if you're going to call it by the rules, there's, there's fouls all the time. They just have to get a better feel for it, I guess. It's like to me, it's a lot like being a you know a defensive back now more so than what it was 10, 15 years ago. Because everything can be a pass interference, and now people wide receivers are running four three forties, and so when you're driving in the lane, it's easy to you know make it look like a foul just because mm-hmm. it's really hard to stay in front of a guy that's you know six eight with you know a seven five wingspan that also can two dribble into the basket. I just think it's. The rules need to change along with the athleticism of basketball now because it's easy to call a foul, just like it is easy to call a pass interference. From Larry Thornton, uh, who's a big Missouri fan, and I respect his opinions, he says there was a play last night where they called a foul on the guy guarding Golston, and he didn't come in within a foot of him. It was a huge and one down the stretch. That happened with about a minute left, if I'm not mistaken. He tripped him. 
So I saw a trip. Okay. It, it, I, he stuck his foot out, Zebra. <laughs> Make that call. Call them both ways. Now, gotta, on the other side, there was, there was the one where East was... Uh, tackled. T- literally tackled. He's but they all were, over him, giving him the business. They were reviewing the play at the other end of the floor, which I didn't think was a foul. Yeah, that was confusing. Why can't they look at both fouls? Like, uh, I, I agree one. with you on that one. Um, so it, 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 it matters so much. I knew it. But now again, I'm watching more Missouri than I have in a number of years, and you're getting—I'm getting anyway—more emotionally invested into it, and you just kind of recognize going in um, that this is going to happen, and it, and it, 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 for me, it dampens my enthusiasm on the game. I'm thrilled to see what's going on, and I loved the win, but you know, when they go on the road, it's going to be what Arkansas saw last night and when Missouri went on the road to Fayetteville or College Station or Gainesville, you saw what happened there. It's just it's I, it's just so blatant. With the same officials. It's the same crew. It's not like Mizzou has their own three refs there on the SEC crew. Yeah. Rotating crew of SEC crews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that a home team gets more calls. And it's not just fouls, like out-of-bounds calls. Right, that's another one. (laughs) Big out-of-bounds calls where a guy, he kind of did like a shimmy when he threw it Mizzou's way. I was like, that's kind of weak. But, I I mean... I I don't want to... I'm focusing, not we. I am focusing so much on it. But in a game where there's 56 fouls and four Arkansas players foul out, it it is an absolute factor. And, Jackson, we talked about it on 101 yesterday, that that this is something that just because I've been observing more college basketball, Missouri college basketball in particular, you recognize it. And in the SEC, where I feel like minus a couple teams at the bottom and a couple teams at the top, and I'm not even sure. I mean, A&M right now is tied for first place. They're a half game back. They beat Florida last night, close game in College Station. They're half game back of Alabama. Alabama's 6-0, A&M's 5-0 that the teams are so evenly matched. I mean, Arkansas is in last place of the SEC, but you're, yet they're ranked 25th in the country. Yeah, They're 1-5 in, in the SEC. Now, they've had a couple slow starts in the SEC the last couple of years and wound up having great seasons. But my point being, the SEC has a great deal of parity, and so therefore the officiating is going to have an even bigger impact. And I'm not saying this is limited to Missouri. I'm not saying it's limited to Arkansas. I'm just saying it's my observation in college basketball is that this is the nature of the beast. If you run into a guy driving to the basket and the defender falls the right way, I feel like 75% of the time, if that's the home team, the defender will get the charge. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's 100%. Arkansas, this is Arkansas's worst start since joining the SEC. In 91. Yeah, and they arguably have four first-round NBA draft picks this year. Nolan Richardson might get fired down there. You and Eric Musselman guy? He seems like oh. a banty little rooster. <laughs> Drinks a lot of Diet really Coke. His dad was, too. <laughs> yeah, who did he coach? He coached in the- Minnesota, I think, yeah. for years. Yeah. Nolan Richardson had the 40 minutes of hell, right? That's right. Wasn't that his thing? Where is he now? Is he long retired? Yeah, I think he's in his 80s. Yeah, well, I guess if you want to quit in your 80s, you know, you can't handle it. <laughs> can't nice keep guy. up. Just go sit on a porch somewhere. Uh, the officiating in the NBA bubble and empty NCAA tournament venues was as competent, fair, and balanced as it's been in a long time. There is no doubt a large home crowd impacts the zebras. Uh, that's from Doug's at Woso Ted. Is that who I it don't is? know. Woso Ted? It, it has to be the hardest game to officiate out of all of them. I can't imagine anything harder than college basketball. It's right in front of you. Sometimes you get blocked by by players running in front of you, the coach is two feet away from you. 
you could call something on virtually every play or you could let it go every play. It has to be extremely difficult to do. That's the same in the NFL. When you there's a pass interference not called and the receiver falls down, starts wailing his arms, and the crowd starts yelling, he goes, ah, I guess I missed it, oh, and sure. then a late flag. So, so for example, mm-hmm. applying it to football, how often do you see the call for late hit, pass interference, if it's on the near sideline of the team that would be the beneficiary yeah. of it? You see that so often. And, and this is not exclusive to college basketball. I want to make that crystal clear. We were talking about robotic umpiring for the strike zone. I think that was a, another 101 thing yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and right now, a great play to run in football would be for the quarterback to underthrow a receiver on a go route. Yeah. And then he comes back. <laughs> yeah, they have that. Some some teams have that right. in the playbook. It's just, it's just it's 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 as good yeah. as you can get. If it's for third and twenty, that's the play. <laughs> it's just kind of it is it is what it is. So, uh, but I mean, the, the the focal point should be you're down ten points. It's a team that didn't have these kinds of expectations, and with that win last night, puts themselves in a really good spot. If they can win all of their home games that are left, minus Alabama, and maybe snag, I don't know what you would consider most realistic on the road, Jackson, Mississippi State is 1-5, and five, but yeah. that's a team that had higher expectations. Beating Iowa State would be massive. Oh, Iowa State's in Columbia. Yeah. And but what are they ranked? 12th? Something 12th. like that? Um, Georgia on the road would be, that would be a good one to get. If you can get Georgia on the road. Georgia's undefeated at home right now. Yeah. Three and two uh, in the conference. I mean, and in anything in the SEC, as we've seen, it's at the same time, South Carolina goes into Rupp Arena and wins, but that's their only win in the SEC. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-881-TMA5. Doug Dennis Gates. Uh, we have some sound, uh, and here's what he had to say about Missouri's performance in the final five minutes mm. last night against... Uh, the fighting Razorback. All right, hit the lever, Plowsy. <clears throat> okay, hit the lever, Plowsy. All right, then. The lever. Game last five minutes, which was crucial. I thought I heard a lot of great voices, great talking, great conversation between our players. They said, don't panic, don't blink. It's a five-minute game. And they just, at that point, you know, did not pump the brakes. They didn't think twice. They were able to go on a 22-9 run, which I, I think ultimately led with our defensive stops. Demoy Hodge subbed in, and we got five straight stops. Okay. Beast mode. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's very unpredictable, the top levels of college basketball, I think, because they rely so much on the three-point shot. And they don't have Steph Curry taking these three-point shots and hitting them you know, 60% of the time. They've got guys that some nights are hot, some nights they can't hit the broad side of a barn. And you don't know what you're going to get. So that, I think that's why there's such a wide delta on teams you can beat and teams you can get beat by. You get a, a couple hot shooters and you can beat anybody. A lot of teams could. And then you have a night where you can't can't shoot at all, you can get beat sure. by anybody. Absolutely. I mean, one of those examples would be Missouri against Illinois. That would be no. a prime example that many in the area would, would recall because it was the Bragg and Rights game as opposed to citing a you know, a, an obscure game from earlier in the season. But Missouri just was absolutely on that night, and I think they would have beaten damn near anybody in the country that night. So, you know, and, and, you know, listen, Kansas beats Missouri nine, nine and a half times out of ten, but it also happened to coincide, and I think Bill Self said this, that that was their best game of the season to date, no. where they were just absolutely on. So it does work that way, but as Jackson made the observation, Missouri did not shoot well last night. 
uh, for the most part, and they were able to get a win, and it was it truly was a critical win. And meanwhile, Arkansas is sitting there, and they're in, a, in the midst of a, a four-game losing streak. And Missouri likely would have been in a four-game losing streak, and now you feel like I think I think the mindset going into Saturday against Alabama changes quite a bit because I don't think there's as much pressure on that one now. Psychologically, I think there's something to that. So that I mean, you get that win. That's a that's a hell of a win. That's the number four team in the country. From 3 o'clock until about 10 o'clock locally, for those who have adopted the Kansas City Chiefs, you will have uh, the Chiefs and Jaguars. You will have Missouri against the number four team in the country in Columbia, and you will have the Blues and Blackhawks. Doug, how do you do? Well, I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, that'll be a nice day of TV watching. Just sit there and take in enormous amounts of calories. <laughs> Yell at the TV a little bit. Come on, Zebra. And then just enjoy the whole day. And tonight, if you got nothing to do, 7.30, what? kick back. Big Ooh. Ten Network. I-L-L. Who do they play? Illinois has all tilt against the Hoosiers of Indiana. The I General like, Robert Montgomery Knights. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Lou Henson's chances in this one. <laughs> Illinois' four-game winning streak. What did he call Bobby Knight, Doug? Classic he's, bully. He's just a classic bully, I'll tell you. Well, I wanted him to come outside. I love Lou. I love going to the Hall of Fame area there and having his, like, orange jacket is on, like, a mannequin. It's sweet. <laughs> Can we please stop having Jackson cut the audio? Oftentimes it makes no sense. Like that clip and the New York stuff. Boy, Jackson, that mm. New York sports radio clip is First of all, yeah. who's we? My Simbad interview. You don't run. That's Harrison's brother, Master. How many people text from his mm. account? Right. And, you know, this isn't a shot at any of you guys, but who else is going to go, like, I, I got it. That's what my job. I yeah. cut audio. Yeah. That's one clip that I, I yeah. really dislike Harrison's brother. Oh, who's gosh. your current Mount Rushmore? Of it's most? him and in four different expressions. I do not like Harrison's brother, Master. What do you mean four expressions? It's four pictures of him with four different expressions. Shout out to Drake. Oh. Doug, shout out Drake. Nice. Okay. And he likes Louie, am I right? Uh, yeah, in the bun. Yeah. Big yeah. Louie? He like he like closed it down. He wouldn't let anyone else eat there. Is that right? Did he really? I think that was what happened. He ate there like two straight nights when he performed here. I don't here. think so, because there's a bunch of people posted pictures with him. People went up to him while yeah, he was Yeah, he said, nice guy, Drake back again tonight, and he was signing autographs. And That's the only reason I knew he was there. There's a bunch of people posting pictures that they took pictures with him at Louis de Mun. Huh. How about that? I haven't dined there, Doug. I haven't there? either. No. I don't really even know where it is. It's just west of Forest Park, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. It's a great area. It is a great That area. used to be, what the hell is that? Jimmy's on the Park, am I right? Am I correct? Is it my nursing? Has anybody seen her? She's I, I don't know. By the old CBC, that, that kind of region yeah, or a little north CB. of there? So east yeah. of CBC and then west of Forest Park. Popo. There you go. Right, by Why don't you go tonight, Doug? Oh, geez, with my schedule? Are you kidding me? Gosh, I'd love to have time. You going to the Preds game? I don't think I have anything going tonight. Are you hitting up a Preds game? I'm not going to the Preds game. I'd love to. I'm, I'm not. I don't have tickets. There you go. Back well, the audience isn't happy with the conversation. Mm. Eric in the Central West End, why are we talking sports? I want to hear Iggy talk about cooking fish sticks and jacking oh. it. That's American in the Central West End Gosh. and he used to play Native American ball with his I did. I played Indian ball with his dad. Father. I couldn't care less about college basketball, Keep, but keep talking about it because it keeps Commander McBrag in check. That's oh. the old Appleton stepdad out on a beautiful Thursday morning in old <laughs> Appleton on his rocking chair. Mm. Well, two different people with two different responses. One, stop talking sports and let Iggy talk, and the other one, keep talking sports so he won't talk. Mm. So what's the guy to do? Yeah, in a conundrum. 
<laughs> oh, you got that one. Did I get uh, that little right? Tommy <laughs> Tribbins always gets read, though, because he is uh, the, the reigning texture of the year at the TMA year-end awards, and you can compete for TMA Listener of the Month by going to TMASTL.com. It's the Milagro Tequila texture uh, or listener of the month. Sign up at TMASTL.com, and then the dais will vote on the selections. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Engineer Design Facility, sponsor of our text inbox, where we will read a little Tommy Tribbins text here in a moment. If you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com. That will technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm service and solutions provider of TMA. EDF's fire division now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. EDF can handle all of your company's security and surveillance needs from surveillance cameras to access card readers to facial recognition software and everything in between. It's engineered design facilities. And Doug, the title sponsor's name is Ryan. His last name is Kelly, Kelly. and he's online at thehomeloanexpert.com, comma, Jack. That's exactly where he is, and it's where you could go to learn about his VIP refi program that so many people are taking advantage of. And why wouldn't you? Gosh, it's a good deal. Interest rates are up, but that shouldn't stop you from buying a home with the housing market Returning to normal, now is the time to strike a deal on a home that would have been unheard of just a year or so ago. You can make up for that higher interest rate with a lower asking price on the house. Sellers are looking to make deals right now. Reach out to Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, to get yourself pre-approved for your dream home today. And with Ryan's 10-day closing guarantee, you'll be in your new home faster than ever. When interest rates come down, and they'll come down here someday soon, you'll be covered as part of our VIP refi program. After you make six payments on your mortgage, they will refinance you to that new lower rate with no fees. VIPs refi with no fees when you work with Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. Find out more about this program at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. You want to know what little Tommy Tribbins had to say? Because he's out in the parking What's lot. What's he saying? That Harrison's brother master is an ornery little bat. I think he needs to join Jackson's jaunt down to Gatlinburg and mm. settle their differences with a little broke-back butt play. Ah. That's from the kid out on the dirt bike in oh. the parking lot. He's certainly not invited. Harrison's Why? brother master is not. Yeah, or a little Tommy Trivens. Matter of fact, none of the textures are invited. Oh, yeah! Oh, gosh, you Smart. turned on him. <laughs> well, you already got a bunkhouse full of cowpoke. <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> what's it, what's the, the saying, Doug? How do you say we're new in town? Mind if I bunks with his? Right. <laughs> hey, boys, number one. Doug, this is a two-part text. you like two-part texts? I don't care for them, no. Number one, anyone in the range of 21 to 30 who is from St. Louis does not like the Chiefs. Disagree. That's interesting. Disagree. And number two, not a hardcore Mizzou or Slough basketball fan, but love the updates so I don't have to watch every game. <laughs> no. That's from the A-Town dropout. I like that guy a What's lot. What's A-Town? Uh, A-Town dropout. Alton? No, Alton Afton. He's an Alton dropout. I'm just Afton? assuming it's local. It's a 314 number, but hey, that could be a producer. Joe still has his Atlanta area. <laughs> Appleton's down there by Cape Girardeau. <laughs> <laughs> Did they call it A Town? A Town dropout. I, I don't know what it would be. Jackson, you disagree with his opinion on the uh, the Chiefs thing? Oh, yeah. I, have a, a, I could name double digit friends of mine who are in that age range who are big Chiefs fans. Were they Rammies fans as the Tykes? No, they're Fairweather. Of course not. Oh, wow. Herb mm. taking shrapnel here oh, this morning. Mm. Herb's a Packer guy. Gareth, nice. Gareth's yeah. a big... Uh, Colts fan, for whatever reason. Jeez. Well, well they wouldn't be Fairweather if they didn't follow the Rams. Fairweather would be they follow the Rams. The Rams left, and they started following the Chiefs. 
Which needs to be a 30 No, fair game. weather means like they didn't like the Rams because they were bad, but then they moved and the Chiefs are good, so they're like, I'll root for the Chiefs. That's my definition of it, at least. Well, they didn't vote for the Rams at all? Or they didn't root for the Rams at all? No. Well, that's not a fair weather fan. They never rooted, mm-hmm. they never rooted for them. It was never their team. Maybe or is the word you're looking for bandwagon? I think that's like the same thing. Kind of. I guess it, it's not yeah. local. Bandwagon's no, probably the right term. Team when it like for me, I'm a fair weather Illinois football fan. You you and like I'm, them when they're good. And I and I'm not afraid okay. to admit it, but I'm a diehard Illinois basketball fan. Right. Okay. So I'll probably I'll say follow, bandwagon is a yeah. more appropriate word. Uh, Doug Timmy the Tickler is your favorite. No, t- he isn't. He's a weasel. <laughs> not trying to rain on the parade, but Arkansas is down a few a couple of NBA players. Both times you played them, including a lottery pick. It nicks bit Juju. No doubt. 100%. They, Jackson will concede your point, Timmy the Tickler. That's what makes you Doug's favorite Texter. He's 100%. They're down Nick Smith Jr., who's a certain lottery pick in Brazil, who could go in the first round this year, will probably wait and be a lottery pick in two years. So, But they still have Ricky Council and Anthony Black, who are first-round picks. So Mizzou ain't got none of those. Don't, like don't say they ain't got, got none. none. Don't drive home your point by saying they ain't got none of those. I like that. Right after a quad one victory. Yep. Let's, get, uh, let's uh, get another quad one on Saturday. Hmm. No, what was that? <laughs> I heard, I I heard. I'm bearing this damn game. Oh, no, like that. <laughs> no, like Being that I'm not bisexual, I wouldn't attend Jackson's cabin trip anyway. <laughs> Secondly, I think most St. Louis sports fans aged 33 to 35 plus are not Chiefs fans. That's mm. from Eric and Y. Why wouldn't you just say 33 plus? I like that. 33, 35 plus. That doesn't make any sense. I I mean, it's still an accurate statement. I guess, but... That's his premise. Redundant, I guess. This is a bevy of ranch hands that'll be gathered at the the paddock? There will be no ranch hands. We all have city hands. Oh. What kind of DVDs are you guys bringing? (laughs) I don't know if we'll bring any DVDs. Hmm. Just watch Gareth, I guess. Oh, boy, will I be down in Gatlinburg. I cannot wait to make sweet, sweet Kai and Herb toss my Sally while I alternate between banging out their girlfriends and gaping that Truman oh. Pig's brown eye. <laughs> oh, that's from the recovering <laughs> alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Grove. Oh. Sweet, sweet Kai won't be in attendance, but uh, recovering alcoholic is the only texture invited. <laughs> no. There won't be any girls down there either. Who's banging no. his girlfriend down there? That's where the girls aren't. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no girls allowed. Guys, St. Louis mm. Chiefs fans are the absolute worst. The bandwagon, that bandwagon is full. That's from the 314. Well, that's not true. I mean, Chiefs fans rooted for the Chiefs even when they weren't that good. Yeah, they just have become well, But I mean, but did St. Louis fans root for the Chiefs when they weren't good? I don't know. I haven't asked them. Well, I mean, you're the one who just made the statement, though. <laughs> well, I just, I just made the point that if you didn't follow the Rams or you didn't Root for the Rams. You can't be a, a fair weather fan if you never rooted for them. And just well, that's, because that's you go a root separate conversation. Chiefs. But this, this person says the St. Louis Chiefs fans are the worst. That bandwagon is full. Well, like I said, I didn't ask. I don't know. I didn't act, go up to every one of them that roots for the Chiefs. Did you root for the Rams? Now you're rooting for the Chiefs. I don't know. Maybe they've always been Chiefs fans. I guess if if you like the NFL, even if you're bummed out that the Rams moved, who are you going to cheer for other than the Ram, other than the Chiefs? Who's well, there? you definitely should cheer for the team that wanted them out of the city so they could grab that market. <laughs> and Pla- Plahawk and I are in the same page. Well, everybody wanted them who out. Who else are you going to go for? I don't for, get though. it. I don't know. That, I mean, again, if you want to go that way, but it's just, to me, really weird that that team definitely wanted your team out. And it helped. And I'm not saying them voting against, like, against them moving you know. to L.A. would have helped the problem, but it, it's been clear that 
Hunt was the guy that, you know, obviously wanted. He was in there, but so was almost every other team. And they got what they wanted. I mean, look at how many fans he has grabbed since yeah. then. But, I mean, at the end, almost everybody voted against the Rams. Voted like against said, St. I, Louis. I don't think it would have mattered. Well, he but... was on the committee. Right. Was he was six members, of, yeah. and he was the only one. And then he, you know. Uh, but, again, I, I get it. It's business. I totally understand it. If I'm him, I do the exact same thing. <laughs> so I get it. He spread his team's footprint. So it, it's it's business. And how much did each team make off of uh, them moving? Uh, Doug, I know you had that number ready. Oh, probably $150 million or so. Yeah, that's another reason to vote against them. I just made that figure up. I have no idea. But it was it was a pretty substantial amount. Yeah, well, what was got. the relocation fee? It was... Uh, $500 billion? Is that what it was? So if you split Five, that up among all the teams, yeah, they wouldn't get anything close to $150 million, but they'd get a few million anyway. I still think out of all of it... The renderings to where there were dolphins and yachts. In well, they cleaned up that river. Would yeah. n- that will never leave my mind as Jet one of the skiers <laughs> waving as they yes, drove things by. I have yep. never, the stadium looked great, but like the aesthetics on the outside were so mm-hmm. unrealistic that like I could not wrap my head around a, a one yacht. Would have been awfully nice to have that stadium though. Oh my god! Compared to what's there now, the rubble that's there now. That's where Santa Claus is if you go on the Polar yeah, Express. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful area. I'm just, a, I'm just a football fan, and I vote for teams that have offense. I like, that's why I like the Chiefs. I like watching Mahomes. Uh, when you say vote, do you mean root? Mm-hmm. I say. You said vote. I, I don't know why I would say that. <laughs> you said it several times. I remember saying that years ago, too. You'd say, who are you voting for? As, as, as you watch a team, and you're rooting for them, but we would say, Maybe who are you voting like for? Maybe sound like vote when I say root, vote. No, you said vote. vote. Anyway, okay. I just I like I watch teams Buck that Swope have. going to provide audio for. I watch teams that that have a good right. offense and score a lot of points. So like Buffalo and Kansas City would be a Bengals not right? miss game. Yeah, uh, Bengals. Um, you know I don't like watching teams that just play defense. San Francisco has a great defense, but they also have a good offense. Um, so you know I don't want to watch a game that's six to three. Like watch Denver and Pittsburgh play a game. That's why I don't like watching Mizzou football. <laughs> mm. Come on, easy on drink. Oh, uh, it's the offseason. A fair-weather fan is a dumb term. Why would you invest time and energy watching slash listening to a poor product? I can't talk, though, because I'm a bandwagon Pepper and Genie fan. That's from mm. The Birthday Hawk. Oh, The Birthday Hawk. Damien. Damien. I know what you mean by fair-weather fan, too. I mean, you only watch them when the sun's out? That never made any sense. I'm sure you watched him when it was cloudy one day. Oh, nice. Boy, you broke that down. No, I just don't understand the term. Just like, nice you know, put, put, put some elbow grease into it. What does that mean? That means you got to rub hard. I know what it gotta... means, but what, what is elbow grease? I like to know where some of these terms like physical, come from. Physical labor. Fair weather fan. It's cloudy out. I ain't rooting for them today. That don't make any sense. Oh. This isn't a bit. I'm actually no. don't understand the term. I know what it means. I read the other day what it means to be in the limelight, where that came from. Limelight. Judy Garland? No, it was a it was a thing with, uh, you know, plays, old-time plays. Before they had electricity to light it up, they would burn some lime, I guess, and that would cause a, a, a light huh. glow on stage. So if you're in the limelight, you're on stage. Doug, I got another one. What? Money can't buy happiness. Yes, it can. <laughs> I know. That's what I, I love all these sayings because 
My mom used to. My mom was a big sayings person. Oh, and would she? always bust those. Out. She liked her slogans. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a dent in it though. Yeah, I watched a Instagram video the other day. There was like a guy that did like <laughs> Tell me about that. Did mm. the graphic over your shoulder change. <laughs> he did like uh, the ten, ten sayings that that he told you what the meaning was. Yeah, and there were, some of them were pretty fascinating. I what forgot what they, they were. I should have written them down. Written them. Down. <laughs> written them. Wrote them. Oh God, oh my name. So you brought it up and you don't have any of them to to deliver. <laughs> I don't know when this Alzheimer's just, just give takes us over one. Give us one. Alzheimer's. Huh? Just give I, us I one can't remember. He just started uh, listing. He goes, and you wonder what this means? And then he went through the whole thing. Yeah, I like those kind of things. Yeah, but I, sh I should have just wrote every one of them down. Yeah, or just one of them. Well, thanks for the history lesson, Colombo. We could have <laughs> done, uh, done a bit. We sure could have. <coughs> Sketches and bits. Opportunity lost. We're so good at them now. Sketches and bits. Design Air Heating and Cooling is good at fixing your furnace. I don't know, Doug. I mean... Listen, I, I it's January 19th. I know there's still a lot of meat on the bone. But one thing I noticed, and I don't know if you noticed it this morning, since it's not as cloudy as normal in January, is the sun's up a little earlier. We've already had the the, yeah. the, the, the winter, the longest day of the year was in December. Shortest. Shortest, I'm sorry, yes. I noticed it's staying a little light later. Sure. That's what he just said. Yeah. Well, he said the sun's coming up. He said the sun's coming up a little earlier. Oh. It's a little different between the sun coming up and and setting. Okay. All right. You understand that, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. We got more daylight these days. Yeah. That's an easier way to say it. Mm -hmm. But why not just jack around for 20 seconds? Really? Uh, but uh, I'm looking at this forecast, and there are highs in nothing but the mid-30s or 40s over the next, uh, between now and the time that we go to Jamaica. Mm. And so by the, that time, we're talking about the end of January and then all of a sudden you start going, okay, the Masties are only two months away, and that means, oh, here we go, sundress huh. season. Oh. You know? So that's that's how I con myself into getting getting through it. But when it does get cold, inevitably it will again, like real cold, make sure you are working with Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at designairservice.com. Doug is a client. I'm a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? The official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. New QFTA up yesterday. It's called Jackson's Balding. And mm. what was the second part of it? Addition by subtraction. Addition by subtraction. No. Yeah. I'm trying to counsel okay. Jackson through his hair loss. And I think he's going to be fine. I don't notice a lot of his hair loss. He's really down on it. Is he? Wear some hats. Oh. Hats for bats. Hats for bats. Hats for bats. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the weather, I looked at the forecast for Jamaica next week. As high as in the upper 80s every day. Man, we're all going to be nakers. Oh. And I talked to Madison. I was like, 70, 75 that, or 80 is going to feel so, almost like 100 almost because we're, I mean, it's not frigid cold here, yeah. but I mean, from 30s and 40s to that, that's a great change of pace. Yeah, that'll be nice. Well, wait till you get out of the airport and you walk outside and the humidity and the heat just hits you and you're just like, oh, we're summer again. It's humid there? Uh, not really so much this time of the year. Yeah. But... Just that heat, and if it's, you know... Oh, I can't wait. There could be a few heat. Well, days. we have uh, breaking news on the passport front. Uh, Plowhawk, would you like to tell the listeners uh, the yeah. news that you have just received? Doug, this just came across the news desk. Yeah, this is across the news wire. So I, when I did pay the same day or the next day's shipping and the um, you know expediting fee, what was it, two days ago? It was yesterday. I even forgot when I paid it. Um, they said to, you know, check your account. Once that is taken out of your account, it's more than likely processing to be, you know, taken care of. Looked at it this morning when I woke up. 
It was out of my account, checked, and it is now being shipped. Wow! Oh. So Saturday. It should so be here Saturday. Nice. Yes. A long process is finally over. And now you can start setting prop bets for our orgies. Oh, yeah. I don't think there'll be orgies. Now I can get excited. I Like, I was obviously excited, but man, just having that in the back of my head is, was always really tough. So it was Now it's real. Yeah. Doug, we will all be there. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of the sad scene that was going to happen when Plowsy had to drive Madison to the airport at 3.30 in the morning and wave goodbye. He can't go. She's going to go on his business we trip. We talked about that scene of me having to wake up, drop her off, have fun <laughs> at the hotel, my workbook. <laughs> yeah, she could have shared a room with Big Mike. You weren't there. Yeah. Yeah, we did have that conference call. I'm excited. That got me excited, even though I couldn't hear the first 10 minutes because oh. my phone issue. For the audience not familiar with our conference call yesterday, there was a conference call. There, there, there are a number of radio stations <laughs> Uh, and hosts who will be mm-hmm. in Jamaica when we are there. Uh, I think we're the only HD2, though, so we'll probably be given a little... Yeah, so. we'll be off to the side with velvet ropes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back <laughs> around the dumpster. <laughs> <Stay away. laughs> That's where I do my best work. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, uh, Plowhawk, you were on the call but couldn't hear it. Iggy? Yeah, yeah I, well, I was eating chicken tenders, too. Oh, yeah, right. So I think I didn't put it on mute either, so I think they could hear me eating. So I left and rejoined, and that was when I could dial into my Wi-Fi. The oh. hotspot, it wouldn't work with audio. Yeah. Uh, just checked. The humidity in Ocho Rios is 82%, which is very high. Dildo lips is wrong again. Oh, it's in Herb's hog. Gosh. Dildo lips. Well, I think I said it's not as high this time of year, but there could be days when it gets, you know, high. So today is a day. So what was I wrong about? I don't know. Uh, it's not 100%. Not 100%. So that's not as high as it can go. Yeah. Jackson, I'm telling you, start Propecia now. You will regret it. That's from Big Tuft. I just saw Jackson walk by coming from the bathroom. Right. Show prep so. for balloon party? Oh, did he uh, have an ass dropping session? I don't know. If Doug, he recreational? Dropped. What's up? Yeah, see? <laughs> I saw you walk by and there was like a... Oh, I was cutting up the names for the DFS show then. Oh, your favorite oh, thing to yeah, do. Yeah, that... <laughs> but as Tim was, Tim was talking about, um, mm-hmm. there, there's like five or six shows that are going on at the same time while we're doing our show. It's not just we do a show, then the next show comes in. Because there's going to be like seven, eight tables all set up. We'll like, be the only ones with a legendary adult film star with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, like, you're going to hear takes. It's going to be like Super Bowl Some of the takes would be so darn hot. I am bringing these oven mitts. <laughs> I mean, the Giants, are they going to be in it? Is San Antonio tanking for Victor? Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. uh, Giants, Jaguars, Super Bowl. Well, are they all sports stations? Well, what else? Or are they just they all, they all look like... Are we... They may think that. <laughs> I don't know what they were. I don't know. I think there were some. There was one from San Antonio, one from Memphis, one from Virginia, one from Las Vegas. I'm not sure. They must Mike know how tough from. and cool we are. Yeah, though. we'll fight. Oh, yeah, they heard a, a guy eating chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know what's up. I purposely left my face <laughs> off there. I don't want all these people seeing it. And then they all start, can't wait to meet him. And they all crowd around our table. We're trying to do a show. Wow. Look at the Doug's face. You're not bringing glossies that day. The other radio people will say, I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> well, we were all critiquing everybody. Hmm. Well, I was. <laughs> okay. Look like a bunch of fun people. What it did. Yeah, I, uh, it'll be it'll be fun. I, I can't wait for the food. Whew. 
They said we could rent the golf clubs down there. I'm glad you asked because I, I, that was going to be one of my questions of not only if there is a price, which is fine, you know, what, yeah. what have you, I don't care, and also if there's going to be enough inventory. Now, you think when they rent us these clubs, there'll be balls in there, or we have to bring our own golf balls? Probably have to bring your own golf balls. I plan on not losing one. Why don't you throw a dozen in your bag? I'm thinking I probably will. I'm definitely bringing my golf shoes and my glove, though, because I, oh, yeah. I can nestle those in at the very bottom of my pack. Because right. I can't, I mean, shoes are, golf shoes are kind of important, though. Cause I oh, can't, sure they are. My alternatives would not be very comfortable. I'm posting my score. Are you? Uh, I think I'm, this is going to be a fun round for me. <laughs> when can you start? Well, if you're in the right climate, like if you're in Florida right now, you can post can. your score year-round. Yeah, in Missouri, it's, uh, and I would imagine Illinois, March 1st. Yeah. There you go. I kind of want to bring my sticks down. I kind of want to. Well, I'm I, absolutely bringing my clubs. Yeah, I have a travel bag, so I might as well. Oh, I got a travel bag too, but I don't want to carry him around. Tim, if you want me to meet you at the airport, I can try and get you through security quicker with my TSA pre-check. Just oh, let me know. That's Lord. from Mr. Licks. The rest of us will have to wait in line. <laughs> and TSA pre-check, this isn't 1980. You know, it's not as glamorous and cool. Everyone had TSA pre-check. There wasn't a TSA in 1980, am I right? There's... Come on, Jackson. No, that happened after 9-11. Probably, probably was. Well, my son gets it swears TSA. by it. He says it's the greatest thing he ever did. It's great. It looks great. I mean, right up to the line. I thought yeah. I signed up for it, but I don't know if I had. How do you know if you have it? Anybody know how you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the rules like Fight Club. If you, you don't know you have it, I don't think you have it. <laughs> maybe when you buy the ticket, maybe it's on the ticket or something. An SDL, usually it's not necessary because the line for either isn't too long. But in some airports, like Atlanta... TSA pre-checks a must. Yeah. Do we know if we have electronic tickets or we have to go to the kiosk and do all that stuff? Uh, Doug? <laughs> well, that would be an electronic ticket. Jesse will have you. Yeah, I almost missed my flight from Vegas one time because I didn't know how to do it. Doug, you want to hang out after we land? I got to <laughs> wait, do. too. I got to <laughs> wait an hour. Oh. So I'll be yeah. after you. So. All right. I'm going to really make some friends at that airport. <laughs> I'm going to get Liddy City, though. Oh, are you? Oh, absolutely. Right there at the airport? Dude, that, my vacation starts. I wish that Chili's was open. I wish we weren't flying at 5 a.m. Check into the, uh, check out the uh, Montego Club. Is that, like, right in that area? Sounds very ritzy. Because I'll have time to kill. I'm excited. It, to yeah, it just, you well, just go in there, and I think they they get you through customs quicker and get your bags out to the thing quicker, and you just go sit in their lounge Hell yeah. Just check it out. What's it cost? Swear by Clear, which lets you bypass pre-check at bigger airports. It's a lifesaver. It's from the 215. Clear. I saw, I saw, uh, I don't know what airport I was at where I saw that recently. So it's even one step above TSA pre-check then? Is that what that said? No. What's the point of TSA if you can buy your way through it? You still go through security. It's just a shorter line. Mm -hmm. A little more money for the airport. Yeah, probably. way shorter line, though, in most scenarios that I've seen in airports. Uh, I filled out an application, and I had an interview at Lambert and received a pre-check ID number a couple of weeks later. It's easy and worth it if you travel at all. It's from yeah. Doug's work husband. I don't have a work husband. <laughs> Guys, Mr. Licks just outed himself as a poor. TSA pre is for the dumbs and the fentanites. Oh. Clear and global entry is where it's at. Licks equals fraud. That's from little Tommy Tribbins, who's still out on the dirt bike. But we knew that. You tell him, Tommy. And you have to go through an interview process so they can see if you have any St. Charles in you? <laughs> well, that one call where Mr. Licks was on where he was clearly backing up a semi. That's when yeah. you had to have known. Yeah. 
He's driving a garbage truck. Rich people don't even go near semi. They don't help unload. They, no. no. They own the semi. don't semis. need to. Yeah. Uh, guys, Clear skips the line. TSA Pre skips the line and the thorough security. That's from Bobby Tejas. Well, but, I would hope they'd still go through security. Yeah. I, I don't want yeah. someone to, to pay an extra $30 and get on there with a handgun. You absolutely have to go through security, no matter what. I would think. No matter what. Even the pilots go through security, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Every, everyone who gets to the other side of that pre the security has to go through it. Yeah. Boy, there's a, boy, who, this is like a gin and grint, this, this, <laughs> this clear and TSA pre-check thing that uh, all of a sudden, uh, boy, there's a lot of... Jeez. A lot of, a lot of responses. Tim, your Amex will give you a credit, so you pretty much get pre-check for free. That's from the three one four. Clear bypasses the line, not security and overkill. If you don't fly all the time or international, just get TSA pre-check. Oh. Lix is clearly a UPS driver. Thank That's you. Some scissor me timbers. <laughs> yeah, they do all right. Yeah, they do a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Clear is for the clowns who invest in their neighbor's wife's pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow, this thing. This is worth things. Mary Kate Cosmetics. That kind is of thing. All you need. Charcuterie boards. Hashtag boss, babe. Yeah. Girl boss. Oh, girl boss. Oh, when you see that hashtag, you know they're going under. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, pre-check. You just don't have to take electronic devices out of your bag and get to keep your shoes on. That's from the Chicago Ginger. Mm. Well, that is a hassle. Guys, Grit users get a free jerk chicken plate at the turn at every Jamaican golf course. What's That's from worth Kevin's it? brother Jack. Sign me up. That's I would, too. It. I think jerk chicken is awesome. If you, every turn, oh, just show a card. I love that we still have a Grit t-shirt hanging in here for when sound story guests come in. They see a cardboard cutout of Learn and a Grit t-shirt hanging. Yeah. It's like we're hanging a Jordan jersey up. Nothing was... Me and Jackson noticed one time, it was the very beginning when we did, were doing sound stories... There was, like, two, like, stocking caps on Iggy's, and right behind it was that, like, feather boa butt plug. Oh! Yeah, that had to get out of there. Porn card or whatever it was. Porn card, yeah. Oh, man. That was just great. What's what? the matter? What? Club Mobay isn't available on Saturday for some reason. You change the subject again? Oh, are no, you talking for me? Oh, gotcha. Oh, it's find... like 35 bucks, and it gets you th- fast through everything. It's oh. not available on Saturday. This is at the Jamaican airport. Yeah, it's Sangster. Not open. It doesn't have it available on Saturdays oh, for, for some heaven's reason. sakes. Oh, well. Uh, Mr. Licks just sent in a screenshot of his global entry. Yeah, good. Anybody's interested? Is there any way to check and you see if that... You can pretty much just go on the internet and type that in images and something will show up. And just... <laughs> Is there any way we can check, like, the airport? I know where we fly in at, like, what places, what, what food places are in the airport? Uh, I don't no, know. There's not a, not a ton. You're looking for fine dining in the No, I'm wait, for wait, like how, an, how any hands. Comp- compare this <laughs> any hands in Jamaica. How would you compare the size of the Jamaica airport to uh, Lambert International or what Joe Strauss called it, Doug? Hooterville. Hooterville. Mm-hmm. Hooterville. Hooterville Regional. No. <laughs> I don't know because I... stops to Chicago and Dallas. I've never really gone through the entire airport. Um, well, how'd you get in and out of there? But like when I, when I went to Turks and Caicos, for example, it was... I mean, I don't even know how many... Ter- it was like flying out of mid-America. You know, it was just a very small airport. I would imagine Jamaica's got to be busier. The Turks yeah. and Caicos is super small. Yeah, I know Jamaica's that... Uh, I think every flight I've ever taken there, um, you leave the plane and you're outside. Yeah. And you walk through the concrete up to a door. Yeah. 
to go inside. They don't have those things where they connect to the plane. You go through the jetway. Jetway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's like it's like. I mean, the difference is you don't walk through and see all these advertisings like. You walk through the airport and you see all these flashy signs, the Hilton, the da-da-da-da-da. You'll see some for resorts, but you don't see all these advertising. Then you just get there and then you see this big line going through customs and immigration. Like how long? I've, I've waited an hour and a half in that line once. Oh. I'm not saying it will. I mean, we got an early flight, so I don't know how many flights are coming in at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Probably a lot. But I mean, if you have, if you have five, six flights coming in, I mean, you're waiting. No. Oh, damn. Annie Ann's in 2012 just added to three airports in Jamaica. Oh, they did. You got an Annie Ann's in Jamaica. That's a pony for Let's you now. Freaking go, get dude. yourself a pretzel. You're going to get a sweet pretzel or a savory one? I'll probably get both. I will be oh, there a while. And the savory, the sweet one's kind of like a dessert. Guys, <laughs> low slowly boys are opening for the cure Saturday at the Jamaica airport. Mm. Johnny Rockets. Mm. <laughs> the Johnny Rockets. Why do you throw the cure in there? So the Cure is playing the Montego Bay Airport. Johnny Rockets. Oh, a room. Los Lonely Boys is opening. For Are they going to perform on the counter? I don't. I don't remember the last time a band played in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, At the Johnny Rockets. <laughs> Caller Ellen, by the way, is trying to call in Jackson. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> Can Licks also attach the payment details that have his father's name on the statement? <laughs> hmm. Also, when you're loading onto your transfer vehicle at the airport, be prepared to be offered ganja immediately. That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener, Hall well, of Fame. That helps me out a ton. Now, wait till you get the resort, Palsy. I am. I'm kidding. Well, what um, would be the difference? Looks. Like, oh, they have two Antans. They have a Domino's, a Dairy Queen, and a Cinnabon. Oh, you're gonna be pony and a Margaritaville. Pony, pony. The Margaritaville is where everybody goes. It's just go out there and get a forty-five dollar drink. Oh, this is a huge one too, dude. I'm looking at the. It's like their cover photo. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. I didn't. I didn't know what options would be because I'll be there a while. Get two Antans and yeah, hang up at Margaritaville and just go sit, sit outside and drink a Red Stripe. Catch some sun. Jackson, you got to bet $100. The over-under of members of the dais who engage in coitus no. on this trip is two and a half. Where are you putting your money? Jackson, I got you. I'm a first-year bet. Put the money on this stallion well, it's right basically, now. It's basically, <laughs> will Jackson and I get laid? Will Jackson or I get laid? I mean, there's your bet. Jack, mm. I mean, let's... Doug's going to be on the prowl, but no. <laughs> and maybe, you know, I may talk Jackson, to Jackson, you in the tank? I may put $1,000 in this, then I'll talk to Anne Marie. I'll just say, hey, I'll split it with you. Just hold out the entire five. Oh, you're going to take me. the under. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, nice but what, what if what if she pegs me? Oh. Does that count, Doug? Does that count? Oh. I think that has to count. That's a, it's a lot. It's a, like an overtime win. That's a, that's a push. Yeah. You get real one push. point. A real push. Um, so, I mean, either Jackson and I are getting laid. It's, that's the over. So, Jackson, where do you put your money? On, sorry, I was on the phone. <laughs> Two and a half, over, under, dais. Over. Wow! Oh. He didn't hesitate. He insteed. Now are Doug, you, he insteed. Are you playing that bet because of you or me? Uh, I think both of us have a... He's yeah, going over two. four! But you, ha Iggy, you have like a, a career, like if we're just looking at tendencies, you, when you're in that Caribbean area, that's when you shine. Well, yeah, but I'm hanging out at Swingers Resorts. <laughs> it's hard not to it's hard have some to, success yeah. there. Although I have, Why don't I have, you two kiss? Not in, <laughs> not in the, not in the, what, the Bermuda? Well, it was different. I was actually, 
in my late 20s. That's 65. My lady and her husband come up and ask me to join them in the pool. I'm sure they did. I mean, in Bermuda, I could they? snap my fingers and just... Oh, oh look sure at this guy, Billy D. Williams yeah. over here. Um, Never lacked for confidence, did you? Not down there, no. No. Good looking, tan, hair slicked back. Doug Collar-Ellen wants to talk about it on the Steve Schmidt Key of okay. North County phone lines All right. here. Uh, good morning, Collar-Ellen. Hello, Elsie. Well, topics changed. I really don't want to talk about the over-under on who gets lucky. Mm. What, do you, what do you think, though, if you had to put $100 on it? What do you think? A hundred dollars. Just are we talking just Jackson and Iggy? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the over under is two and a half members of the dais engaging. I know in I don't gamble and whatever. So I think Jackson, yes. I think Iggy, no. Only because he won't put out the effort to have it happen. <laughs> that is a good read on your That's part. Wow, very nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. just there to relax. There it is. Another uh, exactly. another another hundred bucks on the over, Doug. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take the I mean, under. Jackson's 24 <laughs> years old, and he's a strapping young man. Oh, so. he's going to have Lisa Ann as his wing person. That's huge. Or just Lisa Ann. Ah! <laughs> oh. She likes this Joe Burrow swagger. She does. She's, there's a little crush going on there. I think so. <laughs> yeah, she's on the rebound, too. Mm-hmm. And she likes younger men, so yeah. I I don't know why that wouldn't happen. I but, don't uh, nice. Jackson, how do you feel about that? I'm handsome. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> and you're sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, that Pretty increases the chances. Yeah. Right. Just proximity based. Yeah. yeah. God, look at this Jackson Doug. Well, I was calling to talk about global entry. <laughs> global entry versus TSA pre. Oh, yes. okay. What have you got? Well, I was just, the benefits of both are that the lines are shorter. You don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to unpack your laptops. You don't have to do any of, you don't have to take liquids out of the bags, all that stuff. So that's why it's faster. Huh. Do you have that? You just, it's like TSA used to be, or whatever it used to, what what security used to be prior to 911 got it you just sort of walk it. through the metal detectors and your bags go through the detectors and that's it but you have to prove somehow beforehand that you're not a security risk yeah you fill out a form and you go um, typically at an airport i think mine was in philadelphia or something and you do like this interview which takes two minutes, and then it's good for five years, and then just the reapplication process after five years is really easy. Hmm. And so I think I think global entry is a hundred dollars, and I think TSA pre is eighty-five, but global entry is international, and so I think it's worth the extra fifteen bucks if you you know travel outside the country at all. At this point in time, don't you just put your liquid stuff? Shampoo, mouthwash, all that into your check bag. So you don't have to screw with it. Eh, everybody's different because you have to plan on whether or not your bags get lost and so on and so forth. Yeah. So I'm always a plan B person, but uh, I really was just. Call- I, I'm sorry, my energy level is just totally sunk. Sorry. What's wrong? But- <laughs> oh no! What happened? What's wrong? What happened? I, I can give you a key bump. I don't know. I feel like. You guys were really into the topic, and then we switched over to Jackson's, you know, sitch. Yeah. And then I switched back, and now nobody cares about it. And um, <laughs> We care so, deeply about it. No, you gave us good information. To me, it seems like a loophole for It's terrorists. essentially like 10 o'clock for me. It, yeah, it is. Like, you have five years to become a terrorist. <laughs> it seems like a loophole. 
I mean, you, anyone could fake it for two minutes in an interview, right? About, no, I'm, yes, I'm a well, I mean, they, full-blooded American. You just have to fill out a form, and somebody's done a, like, a, I mean, it's sort of like a little bit of a background check. Nothing extensive, but, yeah, yeah you kind of have to prove that you are who you are. I mean, it basically, and now, Darren, you are in good stead. I think if you, I think if you have a passport and a driver's license, like, that's, sort of most of the vetting i mean it's not it's not some big vetting process but um yeah it's easy it's a hundred dollars for five years for international travel and um it helps yeah i bet i bet it does all right colorado and doug with some travel nice little topic thank you colorado good luck to you jackson yeah, oh, look at that supportive, oh, Jackson. Wow. Thanks, Ellen. She's Ellen's a gem. Yeah, Ellen's I, talked, I talked about Jackson rooming with Lisa and yesterday on Balloon Party just yeah. to kind of see how that would play. How to play. They were absolutely in shock. Were they horrified? They're absolutely pissed, couldn't, right? Couldn't believe it. Couldn't well, I, believe it. Well, I gave them and Yes, room, well, so. pissed, but I mean, that goes without saying. I open up the mic and they're pissed. <laughs> but to hear that Jackson is going to be... They didn't believe it, actually. They were incredulous. Yeah. I gave him the room so he would have more fun. So this Look is on this you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was staying with me. That is true. I actually, I'm with Iggy. He kind of did pass this along for, uh, teed it up for Jackson, which is nice. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are driving me crazy. It's amazing that the producers on this show don't understand why it's so great. Keep in mind, listeners, that I'm only using this when I'm not flying out of spirit. That's from Mr. Lick. Mr. Lick says freaking out. Why is he mad what? at us? The listeners are the one grilling and killing them. I didn't even know what clear was or global <laughs> digital or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. No, we had pre-check one time going to Vegas with Biff. He goes, here, we got TSA proving just going to this line. There were like four people there. So you just bypass a few people. My expectation. You still got to do the same thing. You just don't have to wait in line. Yeah, my expectation is to get to the place on time, not have my bags lost, and to not sit with strangers where I'm in the middle. If I can, like, yeah. check those boxes... I'm good. What about sky picking? Does that bother you? Oh, I, I hate it, dude. I absolutely hate it. And I saw somebody actually post that somebody brought their sushi on uh-huh. board. Sushi? With their own soy sauce. and oh. There's yeah. sushi at Lambert or was this no, a turf out of somewhere else? They, bl- they brought They sushi. brought sushi from home. They brought sushi because yeah. it, lo- it was all in home containers, like Tupperware. Wow. Air Marshal should be taking care of that. Just That's... eating with soy sauce and raw fish. That means that raw fish had been sitting in their bag for up to two and a half, three hours. At least three hours. That The bathroom stands no chance. And they just... No. Make an emergency yeah. landing. So sky pigging to me should be a felony. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I, I think. Depending on the food. Actually. Minimum five-year sentence. Hey, you sads live in St. Louis. There's like ten flights a day and a hundred people at that airport. Thanks. That's from Levy Way. Well, that's true. It is true. It's very nice to get it. Doug, are you anticipating being so taken with the lowly busboy delivering your pre-made spring mix at the resort that you offer up your child for the sexual deviances for the evening? No. According to your peer, you can't swing a dead cat in Jamaica without an industry worker stealing the heart of a vacationing patron. Thanks. That comes from, hey, thanks for taking my call, but I don't have the energy to talk to you now. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. That's kind of what you told us. Yeah, Iggy, you do make it sound awfully easy for the for the guests, or even the people working there, the waiters. For what? To, to score with one of the tourists. Uh, well, it was easy for me back in the day. Oh, sure. Wow. You had that but I, I've Rolex. never been. I've never been to uh, a Sandals Resort. So it's gorgeous, 
but I don't know what the clientele is. I got to tell you, I was busy. looking at the pictures. That place looks nice. It really yeah, does. It's, it yeah. looks God gorgeous. Almighty. It's huge. I know that. Does each room have a a pool? Do you see that? It's kind of what it looked like online. It, it can't be, right? I think there's no way. Those a plunge be, pool? Those have a plunge pool. There rooms. you go. Yeah. Each room definitely does have a nice balcony patio area, which is super nice. Huge. Wouldn't any pool be considered a plunge pool? No matter what pool you have in the world, you're going to take a plunge. No, I think a plunge pool is just like a little bitty pool you just jump into and get wet and get out. Isn't that a bathtub? Kind of, yeah. I just like the term plunge pool. Okay, stop I it. I do, too. But we did find out we're on the seaside, so I guess all of our rooms have a view of the ocean. Madison's excited. She was actually getting worried about my passport situation. Oh, what so she? this is a good... This is good for the whole group and the family. Now, if you fly down there and you have to get the middle seat, don't you think it's fair that the guy in the middle should get both armrests? Absolutely. Both top armrests. You have to allow the bottom ones, bottom know, the bottom one. portion of your armrest for somebody with, like, you know, elbow room. Like, like don't take up all of it. You can do, like, the You're top You're not going to share an armrest with the next guy. Next I guy. do it all the time. Oh, you do? Yeah. No, I think that should be the middle seat guy. Oh, I, I, I'm disappointed. Because the other two can kind of lean away from Not it. on the guy on the edge toward the the lane. Like there, No, like the window seat, you can lean Ooh. on the whole plane. But like when you're on the aisle, there's no, I mean, what are you leaning just on one side? Your arm is falling asleep, and now you can't really lean anywhere else. Now, if someone were sky pigging in your row there, and if, the food looked really good, they would, won't you, do it. would you ever. Take a bite if they offered you some of it. No, I can fart on command, and I would just like oh. I would, I would pepper them. Yeah, uh, breaking would. news just come across uh, the desk here, Doug. Mark Hanna, you know him from Evergreen Wealth Strategies, sure. 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com, and you've said he is the great communicator. He, I said Ronald uh, Reagan was a He was uh, in Germany, and he made a speech, and he addressed Mikhail Gorbachev. Mr. Gorbachev, tear <laughs> down this wall. That was Mark Hanna. It was it was Reagan. Eh, I don't know about that. 314-889-0503. Work with great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Everybody needs a financial advisor. And as Jackson says, you'll feel better about the world when you get off the phone with Mark Hanna. Work with him. You'll be happy you did. He just texted this in. Yep, he stayed there. Yep, each room has a small pool and seaside is clutch. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. I know, a pool or a plunge pool? I'm looking at these pictures. They all look like plunge pools, baby. God, I'm going to see if I can get an MFF accomplished in that plunge pool. Where does the pool lead? Can you, like, jump in the pool and just hold your breath and swim to the... No, it's Swim a small little pool. Doug, it's a series of underwater tunnels that lead into other people's rooms. <laughs> and pray to God that you don't drown. <laughs> not what it is at all. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sandals <laughs> thought it was worth the risk. You have to sign a waiver. Yeah. Jackson, what if Lisa Ann says, you know, I'm kind of interested in you, but I'm interested in this guy who does a show in Pittsburgh also. Oh, big money. And, they want, and, and she so wants it's, I need a joint effort. An MMF. So it's on the table. But you got to be in the MMF. Uh, what are you saying? Doug, let's put the man to the test. I was about to say, you're putting the man to the test. Yeah. Um, I would be more inclined to do it from the gentleman with Pittsburgh. Oh, you, not, he, was, not, he struck you as a handsome man. Because you don't yeah. know him and you won't see him again. Uh, not because of, like, you know, we can break down the Penguins' third line or anything. But uh, You'll never see him again. Right. That's the thing is I don't know him. Like, if it was one of my friends... And like I heard them moan one time, oh. I'd be instantly flaccid. So, ah. uh, ah. so I, but that's the truth. And so, if I were to do it, it would be with a stranger. 
But having said that, you really can't make that decision until it's presented in front of you. Depends on how drunk you are, probably. <laughs> right. Like, we'll have to hit the bar pretty hard. There's mm. a better chance Lee Sam brings another girl into the room. Well, then that's uh, Insta-call. Well, you don't need 48 hours well, on that. Can you imagine? 48, no. 48 milliseconds. Oh. Nobody, like, Lisa Ann is not bringing a, a classic rock DJ from Pittsburgh into the room. Mm. There just isn't a, <laughs> there isn't a scenario yeah, well, in the you... world that could possibly have that happen. None. No alcohol. <laughs> nothing. Lisa's a pro. And she, I mean, you course, go from I don't young know how many to, girls are down there. What, you know sock them in the robot? Well, it's an adult resort, which makes me think mostly couples. I don't know if there's any single girls that go down there. Probably not. Not that I care. I'm not there to pick up girls. No, but you never have been. For Jackson's <laughs> sake. I really am bullish on Jackson. The problem is, because I would bet people, but how do you know? Right. right. There's no, uh... I don't want Jackson to come out of the room, hey guys, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to prove it. If there's exactly. if there's money involved, you have to prove it. So Jackson would have to take a picture of having coitus. No, uh, uh, Crystal City Clamhammer is looking to bet. I'll take the under of two and a half. No way this prude's getting laid. That's the Crystal City Clamhammer. Mm. I believe on your Mount Rushmore. Yeah, this guy always like brings up. He's like, he's only had sex with seven girls in twenty four years. Well, I was a, I was. You gave out your number? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Is that right? I think that number is actually eight. But um, oh, uh, oh wow, big, wow. Uh, big development in the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, um, look at this guy, Doug. Gosh, look at this guy. The pro. That's like eight and eight years, unless you got laid before. That's what I'm saying. It's like he's like it's in twenty four years, but I I'm only twenty four years old. Like, call me a prude. I wasn't having sex at sixteen. Rude. I wasn't. I didn't. It's, it's amazing to me that I have such a high number. Oh, no. <laughs> amazing guy. I didn't. Just, no, just I didn't, ask you. No, I didn't lose my virginity till my first time ever going to spring break. Doug, we talked about it yesterday. It's at the elbow room, right? That was it. Mm -hmm. no, Near we, the elbow room. Well, it was, but um, that's uh, where we stayed at a little place. But I did get uh, laid in a car. Was this a spring break in December or actual spring break? Wasn't there? Yeah, didn't we, we talk? About we went to a couple of spring breaks. There weren't really spring breaks. We just went. Hmm. Uh, no, this was spring break with Lipsitz and my, Mark Rosen, and I think Potter, yeah, Potter was there. Potter, uh, Potter, Potter was He was going to school at Fort Lauderdale Community College at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. So we ran out of money. And we stayed with him for a few days. Was Bickle there? No, Bickle wasn't there. Yeah, but Gail Volva. What about Bittenbender? You ran out of Shades. cash, and you called Potter Varley in Fort Lauderdale and said, we're coming over the whole lot no, of us. No, he, he knew we were coming. He partied with us, and then uh, Lipsis went home. This is, this is what happened. He was, he, he was a professional bowler, <laughs> and he found out that he got into the tournament in Kansas City, oh, the King Louie. Yeah. So he said, I got to fly home. I got a chance to bowl in this tournament. I said, right. well, how the hell am I getting home? You drove. Well, you just drive my mom's car home. I, I, by myself? Yeah. What's the deal with that? Because it was only me and him that drove down, and the Rosen went down with some other people. Callie Rosen, what, he's really played well. Yeah, he's not bad. So I said, I'm not driving Would've from really Fort young Lauderdale this... home by myself. Why not? He goes, well, i got to fly home. I said, all right. I said, well, I'll tell you what. I'm coming home when I want to come home. Huh. He goes, well, my mom needs the car. I said, well, your mom will get the car when I get home. Well, I'm not come leaving. Come on. He's wow. offering you the car. So I ended up... It was uh, his car that got you down staying, there. I ended up staying with Potter Varley for a few extra days. And they kept calling, where's the car? Yeah. I'm still in Lauderdale. Blame your son. 
Never heard this story before, Iggy. We really need to hear about you losing your virginity for the 9,000th time. Doug, that's from Wow. Oh my God! We have heard this spring break story, Harry Potter, like a thousand times. I don't think so. That's from Hedonism. Chuck. Harry Potter. You know, I mean, we've been doing this for six years since I've been on the show. You think I remember what stories I tell no, and what I don't tell? I don't remember them either. I don't remember. We were talking about spring break and losing virginity. So I threw it in there. But if Lipsitz put the mileage on his car and was nice enough to be the one to supply the car, you should have gotten it back to him when he wanted it. <laughs> well, he was selfish enough to fly home to bowl and leave me having to drive home it, by myself. It was a job that he had to take. I had another guy that uh, was flying home, and then uh, we got me and Plower, uh, Potter got him so high, he missed his flight, and he had to drive home with me. <laughs> Oh, gosh. It was nice to talk about Jackson there for seven seconds, but it was getting kind of old. Glad that savvy veteran diverted the conversation back to him in his spring break trip for the <laughs> second day in a row. If you weren't listening closely, you almost wouldn't have even noticed. Hmm. That's from KG, and he's an O-Town Yeah, dog. sure is. Right there. Did I ever tell you that I got laid in spring break in the backseat of a car? What's the story? That's how I lost my virginity. By the elbow room. Yeah, right by the elbow room. Las <laughs> Olas and A1A, right? Yeah, it might, have been, it might have been the playpen, though. Brutal place to uh, try to navigate if you're driving there, by the way. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? Uh, oh, you, Iggy? You remember no, it? This, no, this is back in the Doug day where remember there was no driving down there. I mean, you, the just, you just walk everywhere. This back when Fort Lauderdale was the place to go. They got rid of it. The, the yeah, business they, owners and the hotels they said, decided, we don't want you here. Yeah, we don't want spring break anymore. Yeah, and so they threw them out. And now they all go to Daytona Beach or Panama City or one of those. Yeah, but Lauderdale used to be, God, just you couldn't even move in that yeah. area around the elbow room. Just people... It was People, fun, though. Well, cars couldn't get through. People were just in the street. It was pretty packed on spring break when I lived in Florida for a year. It was, uh, there was a good amount of people in Fort Lauderdale. Were there still? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I don't assume like it was like when you guys were there, but the beach was packed with people. In the, the 80s, the when I lived down there, there, it was spring, spring break was over in Fort Lauderdale. They, they threw them out. Oh, is that right? Yeah, really? They, That's they when it started? They didn't want them. Yeah. Oh, really? I they trashed every hotel room they yeah. ever stayed in. The restaurants and everything got trashed. The business owners just said it's, it's not worth it. Tim, pretend like you're going to do a live read so that one guy will wander out to go smoke, then lock the door behind him. He thinks he's running point today. You're the only one who mm. can save us, Doug. That's KG in O-Town. Oh, he is, gosh. He is loaded for bears. Yeah, well, we talked we talk Mizzou basketball for like 40 minutes. How often did I chime in on that one? Well, I don't know. So Lock how long could I have been talking? Lock it, rock it, race Doug, he'll be on the call of the Cardinals. On television yeah. in 2023. They should have gave him a five-year He'd be better than some of the names they brought up. <laughs> I don't think the Cardinals have released a short No, list. the names no. I saw, the people that they, somebody. Well, no, what, what names did you see? I didn't know this. Well, I'm talking what Dan Caesar threw out there. Oh. Well, yeah, he said, here's a list of He's really potential. Good and he, the names were laughable. Well, they have to make a decision here pretty quick, right? You'd think they'd have someone in place by spring training because they televised some of those Typical card. I'm putting, I'm putting, <laughs> fit in like if you're interested in my play, my play is Aaron Goldsmith. It's my play. He's the guy in Seattle? That's right. From St. Louis? I don't, I think he's actually from Kansas, but uh, he did some, uh, he interned at KFNS and uh, went to Principia? Yeah. Oh, look at Jackson. Because mm. we talked about this on, uh, Balloon Party. Balloon Party, yeah, that's, that's, that's my play. I, by the way, this is not from any sourcing whatsoever. This is 100% speculative. 100% guess. Yes, you're correct. Well, it's got to be one of the top jobs in the in the league, you would think. And if you're in Seattle, it's an upgrade. Yeah, if, if you want to get back home, too. I just wish they gave it to Rammer. That, I, 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 that's what I think, too. Yeah, he'd be great. He is so good. 
They do a wonderful job. I yeah. love watching him during slew games. Oh, you can so see him from like the passion, Jack. Doug. <laughs> he got himself a nice one last night. They shipped the Ramblers of Loyola Chicago. I was watching that. Smoked them. It was tight in the first half. They just pounded in the second half. They were a five-point favorite. What they wind up winning by, Jackson? Oh, 20-ish. Yeah. Uh, they won 76-59. That was a road game, correct? Was that yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really good win for a team that needs thirteen and athlete. six, trying to make a way back into the tournament conversation. Mm. Yeah, but they go play LaSalle in that high school gym that LaSalle mm. plays in. I agree. I would love to see Bob Ramsey get a chance to do the Cardinals. He was good he when he did it with Channel Eleven. Oh, he's fantastic. He did it, yeah, for a few years yeah. with Gould. I think was maybe part of it too. Yeah, when he Channel was. Eleven has some Gould. games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he called good. a couple of McGuire's home runs. Great yeah. googly moogly, he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it would be good to get him back, but I don't know what Bailey's does. Well, the, only, the only thing well, I can I think of... I tell you what of... they do well, not show games. <laughs> oh. I've never seen a, a, a streaming service so well at just not doing Everybody's good at something. Oh. <laughs> the worst. Now, what do you got in your mouth? <laughs> Strawberry. And I, I see you poured sugar all over them. Just a little, just hint the night before. What they do is oh. it like softens up the fruit. You put just a touch on it and shake it up. That's what makes the juice. Yeah, and that's how you get like actually. Mm, that like juice, juice is sweet. Again, not a lot. There's yeah. no reason to put a lot. Just like even just a little bit overnight with it covered, get that juice for them. You like a, the berries soft? Cut that off. <laughs> I do. I don't I like, like a really. Taut. I don't like a really crunchy strawberry. Oh, we're on totally opposite ends of the spectrum. On the that same one. with a peach. I want to have juice all up in that bite. Every oh. bite, I want it to just drizzle down my. You ever eaten a peach like. naked? No. Oh no, I haven't. You I should try it. It's, why would a fellow do that? It's okay. so primal just to let it like fall all over you. It's okay. really. I did it once and Dude, it was that really fun. Pretty good. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see who gets the cardinal broadcast job. Speaking of the job opening, have I ever told you about my spring break? <laughs> Jimmy Lipschitz wouldn't shower. I punched him in the face. That's from KG in O-Town, who's now just. Yeah, I mean, just he's just doing it. The only difference is that I'm sitting here talking. And you're sitting at home pouting. <laughs> We go, Doug. My goodness. I could Gloves eat. are off now. All right, Jackson. Sand. What movie is it from? I could eat a peach for hours. Uh, <laughs> the Ty Cobb story? The Georgia peach? I could eat a peach for hours. I don't know. Face off. Nicholas oh, Cage, John Travolta. That movie's so weird. Wee! What a predicament. What in the world's going on right I'm, now? I'm throwing out lines from a face-off. Okay. Is that, that's the movie where they switch faces, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some emails. But I, I think the people what they want. I think they're doing a face-off, too. Are they really? Yeah. Goodness. Uh, Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff, has just submitted a wager, if anybody's interested. What? Uh, he says, uh, it'll, uh, hold on. Uh, Tim, if you are taking bets... Uh, I will say I lost the text. Jackson, do you see Kevin? Yeah. Brother Jack, can you read it? Yeah. How did I lose it? Is it up on your mind? Yeah, I see it. There's yeah. a lot of time. Oh, hey, I got it again. Tim, if you are taking bets, please put me down for the Cardinal job in 2023 as a revolving door in a parade of local nobodies yep. because the Cardinals don't land a permanent guy. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. Yeah. I, I would bet Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff, on that. I don't think that's what they're going to do. You think that's what's going to happen, Plowhawk? <laughs> Low-hanging fruit, baby. Local nobodies? Just a bunch of people that go in and out two, three games a week. 
Unless they see Rotating somebody. Cast, uh, I, I don't see anybody that wows me that they would put on permanently. I, I, I think it's Aaron Goldsmith. Well, unless they, they have their eye on somebody that they want, and that person says, I would love to do it. I have another year on my contract, uh, but I want to be a Cardinal announcer. If it's somebody they really want, then I could see them doing that, just going through a year with this and that to get the guy they want the following year. That could happen. But other than that, I, they don't. They don't want to do that. No, you wouldn't think so. And they probably want somebody they think can be around for yeah. fifteen or twenty years. Do, uh, might work no, Costa said that. Costa said that. Yeah. It wasn't Bill with the third. I like how the Cardinals, and I respect the the strategy, are saying it's not really their call. It's Bailey's call. I mean, but that can't be right, right? Like, I think they work together on that, but. If Bailey's says this is the guy we want, the Cardinals say we don't want him. What do you think happens? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that it, they probably come to a consensus between the two right. entities. Then Bailey's trying to figure out how to pay him, you know, have a blackout of radio. If they're mm. good at it on TV, and they're like, "Well, you want this guy? We'll screw you." Oh, won't see you on TV. I don't think now that's the business the plan. <laughs> Guys, KG and O-Town and Joey Zanaboni live rent-free in Iggy's head. That's from Strode, the salami man. I just respond when he texts in. I don't go out of my way to mention him. He's loaded for bear here in the city. Yeah, right. yeah, he's sure upset. enough is. He sure enough is. Biscuits, uh, brisket's not out of the oven yet, so he's got nothing to do. Just go ahead and text. Oh, is that a shot of his restaurant job? Tease again. Let's get Fred Nasty. Similar. Brendan Collins, very good off speed. It's nothing like his though. Whose voice is that? Who's he trying to imitate there? Breeze it like pay raises at a poorly run cryogenics laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> he had one that uh, I think Lux actually posted. It was a game-winning ambush goal. Lux, formerly of 105.7 The Point? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, because she was on ambush. Yeah. yeah, and she posted, I guess it was a... Two winning goals in the last 20 seconds of the game, one to tie it, one to win, and Zamboni was on the call. It was a funny call. Him and Rock. Yeah. He is. Rock was Rock was going nuts. I think Rock was getting ready to throw out Rock Hill's the analyst? Yeah. 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 I think he was getting ready to throw out some obscure thing, and then he caught himself and just said, good goal, and didn't go any further. How does Rock Hill have time to do this between the producing <laughs> here and the analyst and his time spent playing the tuba in the German oompa-pa band? I'm getting pegged. <laughs> Jesus. That too. Guys, maybe Strode gets the Cardinal broadcast job and can tell the audience every game how he lost his virginity in Fort Lauderdale. That's from the old Appleton step. I'd elbow. watch every game. By the I would make it more interesting. I would watch every game. Yeah, Here's that... the pitch. Ball outside. Hungo, ever tell you about the time I got laid in Jamaica? Mm. <laughs> Let me give a shout out to Potter Varley and his family. <laughs> People talk about Bob Carpenter. I don't think it'll be Bob Carpenter. I think he said he didn't want it. Oh, is that right? I think he said he's happy in Washington. Yeah, he's built such a Boy, how, how did I miss that? The Cardinal 24-7 fan page really was like hammering for Joe Buck. And I'm thinking, dude, Joe Buck makes $25 million a year. We'll do half of what you have to do with the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Why? I mean, what... For both sides, it doesn't make sense. Like that is correct. It that just was, that was no. Never yeah, that, that's never gonna happen. It was just a way for Dan Caesar to talk to Joe Buck and Bob Costas. Well, I mean, I, I understand asking him about it, but I mean, it just was never going to no, happen. No, I mean, it's just. Oh, Joe Buck is so good. Well, he works like twenty-two so. dates instead of one hundred and fifty-five. Yeah, signed a seventy-five million dollar deal, <laughs> and and has, I think, more importantly, 
is, you know, has four, has two four-year-old boys. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to, it's just not a job for somebody with a young family. Unless, unless you're, you know, in your probably 30s, I suppose, and you're coming up, you know, it's yeah. not, it's, I mean. If you're trying to make it, you right, do that, it. Yes, you yes. deal with the family That's obligations. That's correct. If, if you're in Joe's spot and you've already yeah. made it and you have two four-year-olds, you're not going, oh, yeah, let me go on the road for six months. Couldn't He couldn't have less interest. He would pay them not to do it. Uh, I want the local nine to hire Joey Zanaboni, and I will just live in the STL Today comment section. That's from Al mm. in Dadeville. He'd probably do a good job. I mean, I don't think the diehards, the old school, I mean, I, I just, he would come with some flack. But I think he would Joey do a good job. Joey would be great for an Oakland A's, mm-hmm. you know, the Diamondbacks kind of a franchise that doesn't have what the Cardinals, it would be brutal for him. I, I Honestly, and I'm sure he wants it, and I don't blame him for wanting it. I think he tweeted at me to retweet that he wants the job or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the, but And I truly do like him from mm-hmm. my neighborhood and the whole thing. It would be a living hell for him to take that job. I'm saying that seriously. Mm-hmm. He would go through hell. I think any job he takes. I mean, I like him personally, and a lot but of people But this job, like his... it would be brutal. I just think any of And by the way, whoever gets this job is going to have a tough time. Yeah, I think so, too. Because they're going to be compared to Dan. You don't think they'd give it to Ricky Horton or John Rooney, do you? I think I, I think Iggy, in Iggy's scenario, if there's a guy that they would like long-term but still is under contract, or I think that would be a good alternative. I'm... I'm It'd Why be kind of dry and bland, but I like Horton. I just don't see the excitement level that would, you know, that a damn brings I can't, to the table. I can't stand Ricky as a play-by-play guy. Um, he's more of an analyst, mm-hmm. but he's doing play-by-play. Well, he's pretty good. Well, to each his own. Um, see, I like Brad but why would, why well, would either of them, more of why would either of them leave well. X to go to Bailey's? Uh, they were offered more money, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. More money from, like, but didn't that company, like, bankrupt? And I think Where's Rooney was another guy that said he has no interest. He's staying at Camelwex. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine that he would. I just wondered if that, if that's a possibility, because that either one of those guys, the fan base wouldn't be horribly upset. I don't think because we've gotten used to them over the years. Wow, breaking news! Doug, my news desk here. Wow. Oh, I'm interested. Uh, Tim. Tell Tommy, as in Tommy Matter, yeah. head of programming here at Harvard Radio St. Louis, that I will work for $1. It'll be worth it just to shove it up Iggy's ass. Oh. And from what I hear, there's around 53 minutes of open chair per week. Mm. KG in O-Town has Gosh. just said what he... begging to take a job just for nothing. Just <laughs> Seems like it's in. getting personal. No, and, I... and do you think if I, if I just go out and smoke, you're going to come running in here and take over while I'm sitting out? Why don't you just stop? You're starting to embarrass yourself. You oh. really are. Oh. You're very good at what you do on the TikTok sure thing. Is, Continue yeah. to do that. Just yeah. stop making a fool of yourself. Hmm. You're asking him to stay in his lane. Whatever lane that is. Right, he will, Chasey lane. doesn't he, have a job here, so I don't know what lane that would be. But <laughs> not, Tom, it, it, it seems to be that he will be the board operator. He's running the board while we're in Jamaica? Seems like that oh, is... Oh, have you given him a training session? Well, I'm going to, but he has to actually apply for the position to be on the up and up. You know, e- even just for that four-day, you need to yeah. be an actual employee. They're not going to pay you under the table. You know, there's obviously liability purposes for that. Yeah. Um, so that I think that's what step we have. I just can't find the link for the, like... You know the Hubbard Hub to where you can apply for jobs. Oh, so you're in charge of this. I, I'm the kind of the middleman, and I'm fine with that because it is my job that he that I need replaced for mm-hmm. Jamaica. So I'm willing to 
you know, give the training and, you know, shadow people that are training to make sure that they're good to go. I want to make sure that I'm enjoying myself in Jamaica and not being on the phone with being like, yeah, how many minutes do we have? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You do this and do this. I don't need that. Yeah, I'm relaxing right. in Jamaica. I want to make sure. That's why you just find somebody who already works here to do it. Well, we, it's hard because our boy Grant, love him. He's now a full-timer. Yeah. Love that guy. But he was a great villain, you know, because he kind of knew what, you know, he's just part of the program. Maybe so. Rock will come down and do it. No, because he had another show. Well, the show's over at 10. Well, yeah, but we have to. Oh, we start at 8, don't we? Doug? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we workshopped no. it. He can 10. do both. We <laughs> just <laughs> done the workshop. We're at the same time. We just do wind sprints back and forth. <laughs> just turn our mics on. Uh, it I think Cage, you know, at this point, just needs to call in. I mean, he's texting. For real. Yeah. Why don't you just stop, man? <laughs> I don't think he wants to stop. Just stop. Says, hmm, guess I actually do work there, Iggy. Taste me. That's from Cage, you know, Town. You just and taste Well, you haven't filled anything out yet. Just like, uh, where's the commercials for the uh, Pepper and Genie interview we did that you said, yeah, you'll be laughing when you see him. Well, I didn't get any. No so. sponsors yet for that? No, we're still waiting for those. Um, They're so, still in the And list. I don't believe you got a paycheck yet, so and you haven't filled anything out, so. I guess I do work there. I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> Man. Won't it be sad if they don't even hire you for a buck? Stress! <laughs> <laughs> I had to break up the tension. <laughs> Guys, wait, 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 wait. Did Ken just say you all start at 8 o'clock? Can we pause on that real quick? That's from Brian Henschen. Yeah, we do Eastern time when we're in Jamaica. It's 8 o'clock. Yeah, he's correct on that. It is. You don't do much traveling, so you wouldn't know about the time zones. So oh, wow. he travels in Indianapolis. He goes one time. <laughs> That's an Eastern time zone. Parts of it, I think. It is. I was there. It was Eastern. Yeah, yeah but some Central times. In yeah, it's Indiana. weird. It is weird. Like two minutes after you get outside Indianapolis, you're back in Central time. KG is absolutely owning you, Iggy. You have zero comebacks. Just stop trying. That's from Mr. Licks. Mm. What comebacks do I need <laughs> I when know. a guy begs to work for a buck? <laughs> I said good luck. Good. <laughs> Guys, why and when did Iggy and KG and O-Town get so sideways? That's from th the 314. Yeah, I was on the golf course when the two of you were playing each other in the Fan Pin Club Championship. Doug, was that 2021? I don't know the years, Tim. I think I beat him 7-6. Um, <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, it was, it was a trouncing. It. it was fine. Even when he was filling in these days, those days, I was happy that he was doing He was doing a good job, but then he started going in with the, I'm going to get commercials. I'm selling your show. I'm beating down the doors. I'm going to get sponsors you won't even work for sponsors uh when you what sponsors have we seen and he thinks this is just like some fly-by-night show that he can just go you in for 10 okay you in for 10 okay you're in for 10 no you got to go through channels and salespeople and contracts what kind of mention do you get for 10 bucks a sneeze i'm not mentioning anything yeah this isn't the old days where you get 100 spots for a buck <laughs> seems like a value there <laughs> oh yeah giving them away um, so then it just started going sideways when he started yeah. trying to do everything he could to get, get be part of the show. And well, then starts taking shots at me. What am I going to do? Sit here? Stress! <laughs> <laughs> I will go on strike. <laughs> uh, Doug, uh, Tommy Sabolka would take great care of you if you went to VIP. Auto sure Accessories. Would, yeah. He is wonderful people, and it is great to see how many TMA listeners have started to work with VIP Auto Accessories. Tommy's a first-class guy, runs a first-class business. It's VIP Auto Accessories, the St. Louis Auto Accessory 
experts. And VIP is the biggest secret in its industry. Now they're promoting their service for all to hear and to take advantage of the VIP quality and convenience. Call Tommy at 314-428-3900 or you can email him at tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. VIP Auto Accessories, your one-stop, full-service shop for all your auto accessory needs. They do van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles, provide graphic solutions for vehicles, retail office space, floors, windows, and more, and have a full array of public safety solutions, including for EMS and police fleets. VIP, call Tommy at 314-428-3900. That's directly or email him, tommy.cibulka at vipautoaccessories.com. It's the Munganass 7 o'clock hour. Munganass online at stlouisaccurate.com and altontoyota.com. And there's a secret phone number. What's the number? Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Is your pencil red? Yeah, I wrote it down yesterday. I'm looking at it now. Oh, so you know the secret number. Yeah. 314 yeah, yeah. 252 0029. That's right. That's right. And it's directly into the muckety mucks at Munganess. That's right. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess, call mm-hmm. or text. And you're going directly to them. I mean, what a right. hookup that is. That's great. That's yeah. the best. I was telling people to email me. Now I don't have to worry about emailing me. Uh, you can email me still. We'll talk it over. Jackson and I will take your questions and erotic stories. But uh, here you go. Mungan asked directly. 314-252-0029. Call or text. And you're now you're working with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Mungan asked. com and altontoyo.com. It is Mungan asked. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day coming your way in an hour and six minutes. Uh, it is uh, the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And am I correct on this, Jackson, in the standings, that even though we're on January 19th, nobody has more than two wins? That's correct, Tim. Wow. AG and O-Town, the Learn Christmas Ornament, MLS player making between 30000 and $4 million. <laughs> Sammy the Sub, Jaguar, Jagar, Jaguar, <laughs> Mr. Licks, Gino, Joe, and the other ghosts, Chow, Susie the Barista, uh, JV Golf Coach, and Buck Swope, all with one win. I mean, what a month. Yeah, that's a hell this, is, this, is, this is what Pete Rosell dreamed of when he came up with the email of the day. Yeah, parody. That's right. Mm. What time the PGA tee off? 10.30. Okay. All right, so we'll do that. It's coming up. Oh. Doug, are you ready? Uh, well, I don't have to do anything to get ready. I just pull names out. And last oh, that's week, right. I believe They're I pulled playing. the winner. They play three different courses. That's right. So they don't have everybody on one course. So. And the cut, the, cut, the cut is... Uh, 54. Yeah, 54 holes. All right, uh, that's coming up. Uh, plus fun with audio. Magical audio here. Uh, Mike Frances is not really happy about a call that he received. Uh, we'll have that for you. It's coming up next here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.